from downtown Los Angeles, this is The City, a podcast focusing on the politics, art, and culture of Los Angeles. I'm your host, Garen Kelsa. This week, we dig deeper into an already exciting summer when we sit down with Leanne Han, the programming director for Grand Performances. I think that Grand Performances is fulfilling an important role for Los Angeles as a whole. Also, New Filmmakers LA is a nonprofit organization that helps up and coming filmmakers gain valuable exposure in some amazing ways. We get the scoop from executive director Larry LeBeau. The nightlife, the culture, the sports, whatever you see as LA, we'd love to love to see it on film. And also we talk with friend of the show, Brian Champlin of WeLikeLA.com about how to keep our social calendars overrun with great activity. Do as many things as I can find and put it on a big, uh, big fat list and let's put it out in the world and let people decide for themselves uh, kind of what they want to do. And the big question we ask, what does your city look like? But first, let's talk new filmmakers LA. For many in Los Angeles, aspiring to be a filmmaker is the main reason to be here, but it's no easy field to compete in. New Filmmakers LA helps to bridge that gap by showcasing innovative filmmakers from around the world in their monthly screenings. Also, they're currently accepting submissions for films in their on-location film competition. For more, we turn to Larry LeBeau, executive director of the organization. This is The City. I'm Garen Kelsall. On the phone, joining me now is Larry LeBeau, the executive director of New Filmmakers Los Angeles. How are you today, Larry? Hey, Garen. I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm really excited to have you on and feeling really good today because I want to talk about the organization. I think what you guys do is fantastic. Can you tell everybody a little bit about what New Filmmakers LA is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're really excited to, to join you on the show and definitely excited to let more people in LA and and greater Los Angeles know about New Filmmakers LA and about what the organization does. Um, we've actually been part of the downtown Los Angeles community for just over two years now, um, but the organization is eight years old. So what we do is um, we help to showcase emerging filmmakers throughout the year, uh, and those filmmakers are everything from Los Angeles natives to um, international filmmakers, other filmmakers from around the U.S., other filmmakers from around North America. So really, we, we showcase filmmakers from all over. Um, and we do our monthly screening events where we showcase about 15 independent films at the AT&T Center in downtown. So every month, we have about five or 600 event attendees who come. We throw a pre-reception with a filmmaker lounge throughout the night where audience members can come and meet all the filmmakers that are involved watch their films, participate in a Q&A with the directors, um, and just have a chance to mingle and, you know, see something different and uh, enjoy themselves while, while the directors and, and filmmakers have an opportunity to connect with audiences and industry professionals. So um, in a nutshell, that's what we do. But, you know, it's a lot broader than just the screenings. We have a lot of other programs and services that we provide to indie filmmakers at little to most of the time no charge um, throughout the year. Which is a fantastic opportunity. I had the pleasure of attending one of the screenings uh, at the AT&T Center, which is a great venue to have it. And you guys do a great job putting on those opportunities really to get new filmmakers to have an uh, audience to view their films. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, they really love it. It's, it's uh, a really unique opportunity. 
Um, you know, we obviously love annual film festivals and they're amazing and there are a lot of very prestigious ones, which, you know, most of us know like Sundance and South by Southwest and AFI and the Los Angeles Film Festival. Um, and we do collaborate with a lot of those festivals. I think what makes us a little bit different and makes us unique is that, you know, instead of trying to promote 150 to 220 films all within, you know, a week, once a year is we take, you know, 15 or so films every month and promote them once a month throughout the year. So we're giving the same number of filmmakers um, per year an opportunity to showcase their film, but I think it's a little bit more unique in how we're able to kind of focus each month of promotion specifically on those filmmakers. Um, And definitely for us, it's made it a lot easier for our audiences to connect on a more personal, intimate level with the filmmaker at each event. And we'll switch gears if we can and talk about On Location, the Los Angeles video project. I understand you guys are taking submissions for this uh, amazing opportunity for filmmakers right now, right? Yeah, yeah. On Location is an incredible program. So what sets it aside from what we do throughout the year is, um, you know, filmmakers make a film on their own. We have nothing to do with the the concept of their film or when they make it or why they made it or what the story is and they submit it to us. Um, but with On Location, it's the one time a year where we actually ask a filmmaker and, and put out a call for submissions for a filmmaker to create something following very specific guidelines. And what it is really is it's a partner program between New Filmmakers LA and the city of Los Angeles. It was launched to really enlist storytellers, artists, and filmmakers in Los Angeles to tell the story of their LA and to showcase how they see LA with the rest of the world. So um, basically, we, um, we enlist filmmakers to create a film of under five minutes. The guideline is that you've got to visually highlight Los Angeles. We have some really, really incredible partners. But we select about 20 to 30 of those films that are created and submitted to us. And those become our finalist filmmakers. And then those films participate in sort of a premiere event at Hollywood Center Studios on October 10th of this year. And um, from there, our jury selects a few grand prize winners and uh, first place prize winners. And we award over $55,000 in prizes at that event, um, $2,500 of which is cash. And a lot of the other uh, prizes consist of production equipment, sound stages, uh, software for entertainment professionals. So it's really an amazing, amazing opportunity. And I always, I always like to call on location sort of almost like a branded entertainment challenge. It's almost like if a major brand, like a car company or a soft drink company came up to you as a filmmaker and said, Hey, I want you to tell a really unique story, something that's different and something that feels very narrative, but I want you to incorporate our product into the storyline. And I feel like what better way to be able to do that and create whatever kind of film or music video or commercial or montage video or documentary or animated film that you want to make, but while incorporating the visuals of Los Angeles and making Los Angeles a character within the story. And if anybody is interested in participating in the tiers on location, they can visit the website It's nfmla.org. It's free to enter. You don't have to pay anything. And we definitely want to see everybody's vision of their neighborhoods, the people, um, the nightlife, the culture, the sports, whatever you see as LA, we'd love to love to see it on film. It's such, such an amazing opportunity. And I'm glad we got the opportunity to speak to you 
about it. Larry LeBeau is the executive director of New Filmmakers LA. Thank you so much for taking the time out to join us today. For more info on New Filmmakers LA, their screenings, and on location, visit our website, thisisthecity.net. So when it's time to take a break from the hustle of living in Los Angeles, there are myriad places to turn to for what's happening in the city. Last season, we met up with the creative team behind WeLikeLA.com, and we asked Brian Champlin to join us again for more tips of fun things to do in L.A. This is The City. I'm Garen Kelsall, joined on the line now by our friend Brian Champlin of WeLikeLA.com. How's it going, Brian? Doing well, Garen. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No, man, I appreciate you joining us. I, you know, see your site as a great resource the way I want this show to be in a podcast form. So I'm glad to be able to have you on and talk about what you've got planned and what you recommend for Angelinos to check out this summer. Now, I know you do an annual list of the free and fun things to do in L.A. And then there's like 57 things on the list this year. Is that right? Yeah, well, I guess you can call it annual now. This is the, sec the second year in a row that we've done a big list like that. Um, last year we had 40 on it, and then, I mean, it's, it's just kind of an arbitrary number at this point. I do as many things as I can find and put it on a big, uh, big fat list and let put it out in the world and let people decide for themselves uh, kind of what they want to do. I mean, you're you're an adventurer. You get all around the city to check out some of the amazing free things that they have to offer. I know there's summer music concerts everywhere and movies. What are a couple of your favorites this summer that people should check out? Well, um, there's a couple. There's a couple that I've done before, and then there's one or two that I really want to check out that I've only read about. Um, I, I would say one thing I just discovered this year that I highlighted on the list that I didn't have last year, and I'm amazed I didn't find this before, um, was there's a park ranger in Griffith Park named Ernie Ybarra, and he's been leading these free Sunday hikes out there for a number of years. And I just started going on the ranger Ernie hikes um, earlier this year and had a chance to meet him and, and see him guide, guide groups all through different trails within the park, uh, starting at the ranger station over on... Uh, over on the east side of the park. And he's just a, he's a really great guy. He's a, he's a great guide. Um, they're free. And the thing I wanted to highlight there is this is actually going to be the last summer that Ernie is doing these. So he has four more hikes scheduled for the end of the, for the rest of the summer. I think the last one um, comes up in September. Uh, but I would, I would strongly recommend that if you've never done that before. I think it's a great experience. He does a great job sort of introducing the park to people who've never explored Griffith Park before, gives you some background on it, and uh, kind of guides you through the history before you even uh, step foot into the, uh, the trails. So that's one thing I would definitely recommend. And I know, I know I'll be out there doing that at least one or two more times uh, this summer. And those hikes usually meet on Sunday mornings, early a.m., uh, at the ranger station kind of you know where the baseball field is there on yeah. springs it, it, it's right over there a couple other things i want I, I would call out to obviously you mentioned um there's tons of free music and 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 uh, movie screenings and things like that all all over the place uh you live in downtown gary and so you, you know about the grand performances and how they do that every summer and that's a that's a great resource to be able to check out and, and then they have uh the levitt concert uh, levitt billion concerts one in pasadena and then um one over in mid city. Uh, those are, those are great, obviously as well in terms of movie free movies and free outdoor things to do that way over in Silver Lake is a Silver Lake picture show. So they've got movie screenings, I think every other week on Thursdays. 
And then there's a movie series I didn't know about until earlier this year, but um, they have a really robust schedule, and that's the Moonlight Movie, um, Movies on the Beach, down in Belmont Shore. So that's another great uh, run of movies. And if you're willing to brave the sand and the, uh, the cooler air at night out on the beach, I think that would be a pretty cool experience to try out at least one. Definitely sounds um, like a sweet way to spend an evening. Yeah, there's free. they have free parking down there, too. But it, the thing is about any of these, any of these like movie screenings is they're going to get really crowded really fast, especially if there's no cost. So if you don't want to end up with a big headache, you know, plan ahead, go early, bring plenty of food and blankets and things like that. Otherwise you're going to be end up cursing me or whoever, whoever made the decision to go that you even bothered if you show up like at the last minute and expect to have a really, really fun experience. So that's the one thing, I guess that's the one caveat I would, uh, I would leave in there. Yeah, free does often get quite popular, but that's what makes right? it fun. Right, that, that's that's the complaint most people put put about the the uh, the Facebook page of the site. Sometimes it's like, well, great, now you ruined it for everybody by like mentioning these things because now everybody and their mother is going to show up, and then it's not going to be the same. Um, it, it's one of those like it's a constant cycle of um, discovery, and then you know being crowded and then something else cool comes along and then that gets discovered and then it gets crowded and it's sort of like this endless cycle of just just how stuff works in the city i guess that's why we count on you brian to keep us up to date and in the loop on what's happening in the city yeah for sure and uh, the one thing i mentioned i want there was some stuff i wanted to try this summer that i hadn't done before uh so i've written about this before that wood over at woodley park in sherman oak there's an archery uh club and they have three classes i think saturday mornings and there's another organization called the Pasadena Roving Archers, and they also do free introductory classes. Um, I know at least on Saturday mornings there might be other, there might be one other introductory class. They're free. They provide all the equipment. It sounds like a really good time. I would be all about doing that. I haven't had the chance to check one of those out, but again, that's something where you got to get there early. You know, there's there's no guarantee you get into the class. I think so. Show up show up earlier. You check our website for for a link to their site or just kind of Google it, either Woodley Park Archery or Pasadena Roving Archers, depending on which might be closer to you. So I would I would also recommend checking that out as well. And so, Brian, what's the best way for listeners to stay connected and updated with what we like LA.com has going on? Well, obviously, you, you referred to the, the big uh, free and fun things to do list. So that, that's a great reference point and guide for your summer leisure. But we also put out a weekly um, email newsletter that goes out on Mondays and Thursdays. It basically kind of gives you a primer for the week and then for the weekend. And that's always great for finding uh, new stuff you want to put on your radar and getting ideas to fill up your uh, your social calendar. So I would highly recommend subscribing to that and trying it out. And so if you want to do that, just go to the site. Um, at the very top, you'll see a, uh, a text button that will say the best weekly newsletter in L.A. Just click that, sign up, and you're good to go. Brian Champlin is co-founder of WeLikeLA.com. Thank you so much for sharing your insight, man. Yeah, thank you, Garrett. I appreciate you having me on and uh, letting people know about the list. And again, I would just add that you know the city is there for your taking. So go out, explore, find stuff, whatever, whatever is going to float your boat or you know be the thing that you you focus in on. Don't don't be afraid to to um, go after that and and try as much stuff as you can and. It's a great city. We like LA, right? We love it. Thanks again to Brian and Christina of WeLikeLA.com. We look forward to having you on the show in the future. 
Looking for a place to hang out in downtown? Be sure to check out our other series, Eat Drink Podcast, for insight on bars and restaurants you want to be at in DTLA. Check out this quick preview, and when you're hungry for more, visit our website. Welcome to Eat Drink Podcast. Downtown LA's very own clubhouse, hideout, the Escondite. Uh, it's a brick and mortar food truck for stoners. That's Can you come show us some drinks, man? We we'll come, come yeah, yeah, come yeah. Get- All right, let's do this. When we did the burgers, that's all anyone wrote about. Our sandwiches and our appetizer are actually better than our burgers. Our burgers are phenomenal. But do a buffalo mushroom, which is our vegetarian version of buffalo wings. Then we'll do a train wreck sando with fries, fresh cut fries. And that's my take on the godmother at the uh, Bay Cities. It's kind of like my challenge to them. I use different meats, but that's my challenge to them. And then uh, if you want to be stony baloney, you got to get the Fat Albert on the donut bun, dude. It tastes like a McGriddle should taste. Grand Performances is one of my favorite experiences in downtown. Their unique blend of styles every year has provided some of my most danceable nights in recent memory. And to top it all off, it's absolutely free. I had the distinct pleasure of sitting down with programming director Leanne Ahn to talk about how she and the team at Grand Performances make that magic happen. My name is Leanne Hahn, and I'm the Director of Programming for Grand Performances. And how long have you been doing that fantastic job? Since the beginning of time. <laughs> okay, maybe not the beginning of time. Um, I've been the Programming Director. You know, I don't know the actual date. It just kind of morphed. kind of just happened. Yeah? I was like, just... here, take this responsibility. It's like, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> no, it's kind of started at the very beginning, because I've always wanted a program. And so, but my background was really marketing and uh, business development. So when I came on board, I started out as administrator in the office, but then it was like I could, I knew how to dig up a crowd, I guess. And and I have a big mouth, so (laughs) come hear these concerts. Right. They're kind of cool. So we have free concerts all summer here at the California Plaza. Grand Performances. Grand Performances has been doing it for how many years? Next year's our 30th season, so it would be since 1987. 1988. 1988, I guess, because 1987 would make this this year our 30th season. Next year's our 30th season. And I've seen some incredible shows here myself. Uh, Saint Kuti was something that stands out to yeah. me. Um, there's been some amazing summer. Do you have any favorites of the past that, that you that stand out in your mind from shows? Holy cow! That's like asking your favorite child. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Um, in recent years, I'd say it's probably the Triplets of Belleville with the score played live by the uh, original composer and the original band. But early days, it would have had to have been one of the big African shows. Maybe somebody lesser known, Tumani Diabate. Maybe Amadou and Mariam when they first came. I don't know. There's so many. There's so many. You know, yeah. you don't. You do it for this long. It's almost impossible just to, you know, sort of dig up a, a favorite. So, what do you think the importance of a grand performance is for the community, especially now that there's so many more people that live here and can walk here and enjoy? 
I think that grand performances is fulfilling an important role for Los Angeles as a whole because we are more than just a stop for entertainment. You can come and just be enter entertained. You know, you can come and just enjoy a concert. Or you can come and you can get a little bit more out of it if you so choose. You can ride your bicycle, get a little exercise out of it. You can go to someplace local and get something really healthy and nutritious and tasty. Um, you can hang out with your friends. You can be more than just entertained. You can have a social moment. Um, or you can come with an eye toward history in the city of Los Angeles and makes what, what makes our city really great. And important and special and unique. I think that um, I think that it's a combination of things that makes grand performances special. It's not just the artists on the stage and it's not just the audiences gathered. It's it's the care that everybody that attends has in their in the way that they look at the world that they're a part of. I think audience crew, artists, staff, everybody cares deeply about who we are and what we do in a way that I think kind of goes beyond what you find at the average sort of free summer concert in a way that is not necessarily better or worse. It's just different. I think we've got a different kind of a commitment to the community that we're a part of. Yeah, I think you feel that. I, one of the ones that stands out in my mind was even the uh, Dirty Dancing Dance Along. Now, it you came for that? I know, right? <laughs> Sounds like a wild thing that I would go to, but the energy there was yeah. amazing. Yeah, amazing. So, so, so much fun. Did you dance? Oh, yeah. What did you dance? I danced the whole, the whole time. Thing? <laughs> right on. See, that makes me so happy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it is something that is a very, very unique experience. And we should also talk about this season because this season is mind-blowingly exciting. Yeah. This weekend, Watts 50 uh, with Dead Prez coming. Uh, wow. Wow. Dumps the Funk Dumps on Saturday. Dumps the Funk on Saturday. But, you know, we've got the two um, remaining members of the original Watts Prophets that are going to be with us on Friday night. Um, the Watts Prophets came out of the 1965 um, uprisings. From, are you familiar with the Watts, um, the Watts Poetry Workshop? Mm -hmm. Which was a direct result of the 65 uprisings. And so Father Amdi, Otis O'Solomon will be with us. Very, very, very important members of the um, the performance poetry world but also just part of the literary world and in, in the United States in general such important and potent voices um, really one of the first along with the with the last poets to, to take the literary arts and turn them into the forerunners of rap and hip-hop as we know it so east coast west coast representing it's going to be really an amazing night i'm very excited this is our first real substantial hip-hop show it's been a long time coming we've mm. presented hip-hop from around the world and stuff but not really much from our own backyard so i think it's really important the statement that's being made in dead prez so, so important. They're the message that they've sent all of these years and stuff. So I'm excited to have a little bit of that East Coast fire, compo you know, connected to and sort of drawing that sort of through line between the, uh, the progenitors with the Watts Prophets, somebody young like Il Camille coming in, female energy, 
a little more positive Jametta Jametta Rose who we dearly love you know it's just I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am for Friday in general but then Dumpster Funk and you know New Orleans Funk it's going to get crazy it's going to be a rowdy good time it's going to be so 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 good yeah but the whole of the summer I think is really exemplary it's a funny thing people say to me it's like oh what are you going to do this year what are you going to do next year and it's like every year I think to myself how can I do better and I don't know I don't know whether it gets better whether it just shifts and changes and yeah. you know and stuff um for your listeners we're looking at um 2016 as a shift you know this the, for the past several years we've been really focused very heavily on the african-american experience in los angeles next year we're going to be taking that that gaze and shifting it just a little bit so we've got still in a, a focus on the african-american experience but i'm really looking more directly at the political process and the and the sort of the the political world that our our latino american population has been living with and under i think that um it's an important message that we send as an organization about the the value of the performing arts traditions of the many different people that make up the city so you know it's as as our african-american population is beginning to shrink and our Latino population is growing and our Asian American population is growing. I think that it's important that we keep an eye on the historic as well as the future all the way through. You know, I think that, gosh, Los Angeles wouldn't be what it is were it not for our really huge influx of African-American population that came across the states, came across the South in during post-war years and during the industrial sort of revolution, you know, South L.A. Is, you know, you, when you see those references to Louisiana cooking and, you know, the South and all of that, that's where so much of L.A.'s soul sort of came, you know, and stuff to, to the Southland. I think it's really an important part of our history. Um, just not only the African-American experience, but the African music story that fed that. And I, I think that in next year, as we look at the sort of Latinization of African music and vice versa, you know, I think that we're going to see that all of these music forms and all this, all these art forms really are universal. Those are very exciting words yeah. there. I I think that, you know, coming back around to world music is a really important part of the Grand Performance's legacy and tradition. So we try really hard to kind of keep that in place. Um, and I'm working really hard at trying to bring a younger world music audience to our community and stuff as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a good summer. Next well, year's going to be even better. I think you do an amazing job of it. Thank and you. thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more info and links to the full schedule of events at Grand Performances on our website, thisisthecity.net. Coming up, our commentary segment, The Big Question. At This Is The City, we strive to provide the story of downtown Los Angeles for all of our listeners, but we can't do it without you. If you enjoy our work, please consider donating on our website. It's easy to do via PayPal, and it helps us cover the costs of producing the show. You can also help others discover the show by sharing us on social media or leaving us a review in iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. To me, this big question is all about you, the listener. 
We've offered up some fun things to do in the city, and we've talked about how many different ways you can get around. But I want to know, what does your city look like? There are so many ways to enjoy LA, and exploration is the key to keeping it fresh. So share, use your favorite form of social media and tag us, or use the hashtag ThisIsTheCity. Post a shot of your commute, your favorite park or activity or snack, and let us share and indulge in the pleasure of each other's LA. And if you're a filmmaker, we highly, highly encourage you to submit to New Filmmakers LA, and let's share what makes this city so wonderful with the whole world. Thank you for joining us this week on This is the City. Join us next time for more of the politics, art, and culture that make Los Angeles. Be sure to check out our other show, Eat Drink Podcast, for insight on what to eat and drink when you're downtown, also available on our website. This is the City is written and produced by me, Garen Kelsall, and my partner, Jonas Osnowski. Our theme music is by Taj Simmons. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. We're on Twitter at This is the City LA or on Facebook at facebook.com slash this is the city. Send us a message or leave a comment. Let us know what you think and what you want to hear on upcoming episodes. Until next time, be well.